Welcome to YFTS Season 3 in Year 4. It's going to be another addition to our um, preseason podcast. We will be breaking down some position rankings for everybody to kind of give them a head start on who we think uh, will be the top tiers in uh, all these positions, including quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Are we doing defense? Kicker, kicker and defense. Kicker? Are yeah. we doing kicker and defense? Got, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Do you want to? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined. This is uh, this is stack guy Kelvin. Um, joined with. You guys wanna? Uh, tell your tell Eddie, your names. Two time tours and Jack Gurley. And we will start off today with running backs. AKA and the, insert the meat of what? your the oh. meat of your fantasy roster. All right, I think that was completely different. <laughs> <laughs> and here we go. Insert music. Running back, let's go, guys. I mean, come on, top four, easy, obviously, easy just, as baking a cake, which can be quite well, difficult. We could sometimes. have different orders for the top four. That's true, but we all we all in agreement the top four, the top four, right? I, I guess, but I guess closer to the season one, they might fall out. It's the same together, right? Huh? Same together, top four. Hey, one, two, three. Kamara. <laughs> Why did you say Derrick Henry? I was so confused. I was going to pick someone really random, and Derrick Henry just popped in my head. I was so confused. <laughs> I just wanted to say it together, and then I say some random names and, and with it. Uh, but yes, yeah, Kamara, Barkley. Yeah, Kamara first. Oh, hold on. Kamara, Barkley, McCaffrey, and Zeke. Top four. All right, what are you guys thinking about um, your... Um, actually, you know what? That's, that's for, first of all, I'm going to show you what ESPN thinks. This is the order they have it in. Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara, and Zeke. That that seems like the general consensus. It could definitely change by the season starting because like, Zeke could be signed by then. And if that's the case, I, I, I would put him in top two. Um, I have Kamara number one. I just think he's, in, he's the safest. He's in the best offense that every single year – I forget. I read the stat. It was, it's some dumb stat where, like, the, over the last nine seasons, the lowest rank, uh, the lowest running back rank for a Saints offense, total offense, has been second overall. So they produced the second best or first best running back tandem or offense in fantasy, which I think is nuts in itself. And I, you think he's going to get a little bit of a, a workload bump and – He's going to score a touchdown, so I just think he's the best, safest. I mean, he was, oh, we always had Mark Ingram with him as well, so now he's uh, he's a lone guy, no, to, the go-to guy. There's Murray there. He is Latavius Murray, who's kind of similar. I just I I don't think he's better than Mark Ingram. He's not better, but they they brought him in for a purpose. To kind of take the weight load off of him. They're not going to give Kamara the full workload. I'm not saying they will, but you know what he could do with a, a minimal workload, which is nuts. That doesn't mean he's able to handle more. I think it does. There's not. You, you can't say he's, he's able guaranteed. to be consistent. You can't, I mean, you can't say he's guaranteed. Well, I'm looking at Mark Ingram's stats last year. He averaged 11 carries a game. I could see Murray getting that. Getting 11, game. 15. He's probably going to take all the goal line. Murray was really yeah. effective in the goal line. 
better than Kamara. Kamara had the most red zone touches in the NFL at running back. They brought in a running back that's very efficient in the goal line. In the goal line. Why would they not use it? Kamara had well, 19 touchdowns last year, but most of them was in the red zone. And that's why we're going to regress. You can't possibly go into the season thinking someone's going to easily repeat 18 touchdowns I, I, again. I never said that. I'm saying he's on a high-powered offense, and he's still going to get the same touch. And I feel like they're going to use him way more in the passing game. Drew Brees, a little, he's on a, uh, on a slight decline. All right, I'm going to chime in with some stats right now. Go I ahead. have the most red zone carries for running backs. Uh, Todd Gurley led the year with 64. Then it was Kamara with 52. Then Saquon Barkley with 50. And then Christian McCaffrey with 46. All top guys. Also, Derrick Henry was next on the list. <laughs> 44. <laughs> I did not know this. I didn't say that name for this purpose, but he just happens to be uh, number five on that list. So you, you think Kamara's going to break 100 receptions then? I definitely think that. That's a possibility. 80, he's been he, – he, the first two, se- first two seasons of his career, 81-81. I think he's going to bolster that, – that's his going to be the, the extra touches that he's going to get in the passing game. Well, I have a different number one than most people, too. Well, in addition to that, I just want to mention that Kamara has the most red zone targets uh, for running back. There it is. Yes, I know. I'm just saying, I feel like that's his ceiling. That's last year's his ceiling. You you can't tell me going forward 100% you guarantee that he'll be fine getting 250-plus touches because there's no proof of that yet. No, I'm not saying he's still going to be an easily top four running back. I'm not saying he's not. He had 270 touches last year. No, I mean, carries alone. Okay, I don't think he's going to – I never said he's going to have that. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like his ceiling is last year's ceiling, which is great. It's amazing. But in PPR formats, it's – I'm he's totally not fine saying he's not outside the top four. All right, let's – Top four is all bias. My hold on, hold on. Have you yeah. seen his videos? What's the videos? Him catching, like, sticks and shit on, while, while balancing on a ball. Did you, you guys see that with those? Yeah, no I've, one, seen, no, I've seen some. No one doubt his, impressive. No one doubt his receiving skills at all. So that, you, we don't need oh yeah, that. Let's uh, switch off. Let's uh, change pace with Alvin Kamara. What's going on next? What's going on next? Number well, two. Oh, well, Jack. Mean, what do you think? Number Jack, one. My and number says, one originally was Zeke, because he was the original. He was. He is the clear. He, the most safest running back. That could give you fifteen hundred minimum every year. That like, he was the most safest one. That's why I ranked him number one overall. Because you know he's gonna give you the fifteen hundred. Maybe 10-plus touchdowns. Almost guaranteed because he is. He is the offense. He is the offense. But now that he's holding out, we don't know yet. My number two, bump to number one now. Obviously, I'm going with CMC. He, I'm expecting Obviously. Him. It's not obvious because everybody goes. Everybody I'm, expecting, I'm, I'm expecting him to do exactly what he did last year, get all the uh, catches. He's the only run back there now. You only consume that his run game, he's going to get more over the carries now. There's no who I can't even name the backup they, for the uh, Panthers. They no. were talking about limiting his workload, as in his not his workload per se, not his touches, but they were talking about limiting the amount of snaps that he has per game, which could affect his touches. But I I don't think so. I He's like a very safe bet as well. I like that his quarterback is Cam Newton. I think it helps him in the Definitely. run game. As like I said, top four you. Go, Switch back and forth, back and forth. It doesn't really it's matter. It's personal preference. If exactly. you have a top four pick, whoever falls to you, you're going to be happy with it. If Zeke does not hold out. Calvin, who's your number one overall? Because well, you have the number one overall pick. Exactly. Number one overall, you guys know I have the number one overall pick in our league. And as a Giants fan, I do have some bias to Saquon Barkley. But I I, my, my other guy that I'm thinking about possibly taking instead of Barkley would be Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I like – I mean, I, like I said, all four of those guys are great. Um, PPR, I just think – McCaffrey's in the better offense uh, than the Giants, obviously. Oh, Giants, okay. um, <laughs> then who? 
<laughs> Saints. I'm like, what? I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought about Kamara. I mean, this is going to be either Barkley or Kamara. For, I mean, um, McCaffrey for me. And just Panthers have a much better offense than the Giants. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'm going to probably come down to the wire. If you pass on Barkley, then you can, you're I'm going to have a tough decision. Would you take Barkley? Oh, let's say that. I, I just, pass on Barkley. The only reason why I don't want to pass on Barkley is – Cause you you know you know he's gonna be the offense as well. And you don't want to give Nick Barkley. I don't want to give him Barkley. <laughs> yeah, also, you you had to run in thinking. The past years, you saw David Johnson last year. Yeah. The year before that, you saw Todd Early. We're awful offensive line, awful awful offenses, and they tanked. Now I mean, I, I, that runs in people's mind. That's the only reason why I had Barkley ranked three. Out of everyone, the Giants line has gotten better though, right? It's still not a good not, offense. Yeah, it's definitely not a good offense. It's it, not a great line. That's why I, I, you, you scare. You've seen this happen. These great running backs that come into the season as a number one, number two running back, and then they bum out because it all often sucks. All right, I do want to get into more of the later on uh, running backs. I know top four is pretty much cemented. We know who they are. Uh, after top four, what do you get? What what's your list looking like, guys? Uh, I have a sep- I have a tier list. I have Chubb, Gurley, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell all in the same tier. A lot of people are going to disagree with Gurley. Tier, right? Yeah, a lot of people are going to disagree with the Gurley pick, but how could you go against a guy who's been number one the last couple of years and who's still on the same offense? I understand his touches are going to be limited or, like, to a degree. He's not going to get as many touches as he has in the last couple of years, but he's still going to score the touchdowns. And, like, I don't understand the total backlash. Why You see, for David Johnson, you haven't seen it in two years, how, how good he can be. Todd Gurley, you've seen how good he can be, and he's only 24. And you only assume that he has this knee injury. Or, like, they're just – I feel like people are trying to speak it into existence. I need to see him hobbled. Or I need to Pe- see, visually see this happen. People also need to, to understand to the, reason, put, yeah. the reason why they, he didn't play like last year is because he had an MCL spring right before the playoffs. Like, <laughs> I, I he had the same knee problem since college. So there's no difference from when you were driving him last year. His knee was the same exact thing as last year it, at it this point. It boggles my mind how people would rather have – well, if Melvin Gordon was signed, uh, people would rather have Melvin Gordon over Todd Gurley. When Todd, Melvin Gordon can't finish his season, and we've seen him not finish seasons. Every Gurley, year, almost every year. Gurley misses one, one or two games, and everybody's having a hissy fit. Like, uh, for me, I think Gurley is – Who's your fifth running back off the board? Gurley. Gurley. How about you, Calvin? For me, fifth um, – I'd say Le'Veon Bell. Wow. We're all different. I'm a big Todd Gurley fan, but I have him ranked sixth. You have David Johnson? I have fifth? David Johnson ranked fifth. Just because he doesn't come with a question mark, I guess. Uh, I, know, I noticed you said, I noticed you mentioned Nick Chubb in your second tier. I know Jack's high on Nick Chubb, too. You have to. Have here's, to here's, the, here's this, though. ESPN has him outside the top 10 running backs. What? They have him at number 11. I know the East. As of, as of today. They have him number 11 in PPR rankings. I know the ECR has Nick Chubb in number six overall. Six overall? Yeah. No, six, six, six running back. Six, the sixth running back. Uh, the ECR. I mean, I'm high on Chubb. I just, again, it's, it's hard to bank on guys like this, but Here, here's the first they, eight weeks, you're going to get Can you tell me that your, your, your guys in the second tier again? What were the names? So Chubb, uh, Gurley, David Johnson. Chubb, Gurley. David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, and Melvin Gordon if he signs. Wow, no so they no have Connor? the people they have the in, in the top 10 that you don't have in your list. Joe Mixon, James Conner, and Dalvin Cook. 
Those guys are on my next tier. Including Carrion Johnson, too. And they have Carrion Johnson number 12, right after Nick Chubb. Yeah. I, well, you think Chubb's higher than those guys? Yeah. I, I w- I'd rather draft Nick Chubb. I feel like he's a safer, safer bet for more touches, and he's on a uh, presumably one of the best offenses in the NFL. Most, maybe the most hyped-up offense in this offseason? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he could live up to the hype. I'm not saying dare it's I say, not Dare to. I say, dare I call them the dream team? I wouldn't be surprised by the end of the year. Nick Chubb is leading the league in, in rushing. rushing. Yeah. I wouldn't be people. People are afraid of Kareem Hunt coming. You, you're telling me if Nick Chubb is leading the league in rushing and their offense is clicking at week 11, they're just going to sub in Kareem Hunt? That that to me is people I, are like dumb like oh Kareem, Kareem Kareem for all we know Kareem Hunt could be a freaking the product of the offense of Ken, uh, Andy Reid you never know I'm a, I'm just saying I don't think that's I the don't case. think so but like, Nick Chubb came out of college as he was a very explosive running back and he still is his catching abilities are underrated they're not that bad they just haven't seen him and they got rid of Duke that's the that's so the big thing now, he is literally the legitimate workhorse workhorse for that team. There's no one there behind him. I do want to say ESPN does agree with you guys. They have him ranked 57, Kareem Hunt, running back. Well, I mean, and they clearly don't think he's going to be much value either. I think last year, Nick Chubb faced the third or the second most, uh, I think third most stacked box last year. And he still averaged over five yards of carry. And now they, now this year, they can't do that anymore. Njoku's another year in the, in, into, the, uh, into learning. They got Odell Beckham. They got Baker Mayfield another year. They have Landry there. They have too many weapons for them to stack the box now. On paper, this team looks is. What could go insane. wrong? They, yeah. <laughs> well, how how could possibly the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Browns offense go wrong? <laughs> There's no way. On paper, for my projections, I'm I don't know what I'm doing with my projections, but these, my projections are way off the charts when it comes to the Browns offense and and the Bucks too. The Bucks are. I wish they had a running back, like a clear running back. <laughs> Why couldn't they trade for Duke Johnson or? What about you, Jack? What do you think about Eddie's second tier? Uh, we have Bell in there. You, he David wants, jo- you like David Johnson. You like Chubb. What about um? Who else you had in there? You had uh, Bell and one more person. I had Bell, Johnson, Gurley, Chubb, Gordon, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. I feel there's one more person that should be in there. It was James Conner. He was great the first first 10 games last year. People say he's injury prone. He's injury prone. People who uh, didn't watch on. how he got hurt, that could happen to anyone. Someone fell on his ankle and he had a high ankle sprain. Yeah. It, it's the Steelers, Mike Tomlin always has a workhorse back. He does not go in committees. He doesn't. For me, the only reason why I have him a little lower than these other guys is the fact that there's no Antonio Brown. Well, that, to me, that is a big factor. Guess what? We said the same thing when the uh, Emmanuel Sanders and uh, Mike Wallace left. Oh, there's no Mike Wallace. I I understand. I know. I I get what you're saying. It's just the it's offense, brand new. It's it's just something that you haven't seen. It's an unknown. You don't know how the offense is gonna roll. The O line is the same O line last year. I know they lost to Mike Munchuk, but the O line still has all five O line there, and they're good. Jack, my projections for his, the amount of touches that Connor gets, still it's relatively high. I have him for almost 300 looks, as in like 60 targets, 240 rushes. But still, like, it's just, I, I can't see myself pulling a trigger on James Conner. I don't know what it is. It, it could be just a feeling. It could be, uh, it, it could be, I don't know. There's literally nothing to it. 
You guys could draft James Conner. I just don't see him on any of my oh, rosters. Well, I have him seventh, seventh overall in my running back All right, list. let's keep moving. I want to make sure we have into the top 15 here. Who are we looking at after those? Uh, say you have nine right now, right, Eddie? Yeah, so I added Mixon. Give us your next tier. Uh, Mixon, Kerryon Johnson, Dalvin Cook. I feel like I should add Leonard Fournette and Devonta Freeman to that list. Okay, uh, so they have – so ESPN has those guys just like – and I think you have pretty much everyone that ESPN has just said. You don't have Connor in that list. Wow. Con- yeah, no, I mean I have Connor in that. Oh, you have Connor as well. Yeah, okay. I, I feel so, like we just discussed him. So, so. Connor, Mixon, Carrion, Dalvin Cook. Yep. Yep. Jack? Well, I mean, I agree with that. So, like I mentioned before, I think Connor tier two at least. At least my, is my opinion. So is it safe to say that if you don't have one of these guys within your first two-round picks, you're not looking great at running back? I wouldn't be confident if Joe Mixon and James Connor were my RB1s. I wouldn't be. You wouldn't be? No. I would not. I'm on the opposite end, obviously, because yeah, I'm actually I'm a fan of both of those guys, actually. Like, well, I mean, I understand I understand your point about Antonio Brown. I just think I just don't like the off the Bengals offense. I I understand. I love the talent. I love Joe Mixon. Trust me. Everyone knows Roethlisberger is gonna throw the ball. <laughs> I love Joe Mixon. I just I don't like that offense. Again, it's an, an, a brand new head coach. Uh, they could have a different philosophy. They could use him more, but I just don't see them being so that. In that division, I don't see them being successful whatsoever. I also don't like your previous tier with Melvin Gordon there either. I forgot to mention that. Only Jack has a saying from Melvin Gordon. What is that? You're not going to touch me what? What? A 10-inch pole? A 10-inch pole. pole. Jack Jack has repeatedly said he will not touch Melvin Gordon with a 10-inch pole. He's a complete different story from Zeke. They need Zeke to win. Zeke still has multiple years on his contract. Melvin Gordon is becoming a free agent next year. I feel like for Melvin Gordon, they do they do need him to win. I don't think they need to win. If he, he if he's guaranteed to come back week ten, you don't think the Chargers can win seven of the ten games? In that, that before he comes back, tough too. Before he comes back, he's coming at the latest. He's, he, I feel like he's one hundred percent coming in week ten because he needs to accrue the season to become a re- unrestricted free agent next year. Yep. So, Eckler and I think Eckler and Justin Jackson. Jackson Jackson is a great athlete. I feel like those two could replace him for the first ten weeks. The Chargers don't have to pay him. I don't like Zeke in a different story. That, well, Zeke, that Cowboys team is going to be 50-50 at best. Tra- doo-doo trash. You could say it. Doo-doo trash. I, I, I respect the money. I'm going to say it at 50-50 best. All right, I, so there are, so you, you I like Melvin Gordon. I, I, I always thought. So you, you, produces, you were right now, if the draft was today, you were picking before James Conner. No. You just put James Conner in Tier 3 and Melvin Gordon in Tier 2. I, would, I, I, I put a disclaimer. If he signs at this very moment, I would definitely take Melvin Gordon over James Conner. But if your rankings, your rankings here should be explained off of what happened right now. He's not signed. I understand that. He's. I literally. I'm telling you my disclaimer. I would not draft Melvin Gordon until the fourth round if I if that's the case. All right, all right. So I want to add a couple more questions for you guys before we wrap the run uh, this running back segment up. The highest ranked uh, rookie running back right now, Josh Jacobs. What do you guys think? I think he's. He's in for a big workload. Uh, again, another unknown. I don't like drafting unknowns. I, I'm changing my, my game script. I used to love drafting unknowns. It's a different unknown with Josh Jacob because he was a, he was a three down three back committee in college. Yeah, you don't you didn't really see his full his full repertoire what he could do. You just banking on John Gruden and the workload and the giving offense. him all the workload and Jalen Richards there. Jalen Richard, he's gonna take. There's no way he is not. He was one of the most efficient passing backs in the league. He's not. He's not gonna come in and take everything from him. 
I'm expecting the team to be down a lot because the Oakland Raider defense are not good. At his drafting price, again, I don't, I, I, late third. Who's going around Ford? Right Sorry, uh, who's going I, around Jacobs? Leonard Fournette, Devonta Freeman. I take ESPN has before right before Jace, Josh Jacobs. ESPN has Melvin Gordon, and right after him, we have Derrick Henry. So he's I, done 16th running back. See, the, the thing is about Derrick. That's he, weird to me. That's I just feel ranking. like you rather have Derrick Henry. I feel like he has more potential than uh, J- Josh Jacobs. In a better defense. We saw what he could do with carries last year. Yeah, but he we have the numbers for Derrick Henry over Josh Jacobs pretty much. Yeah, right now. yeah. All right. uh, another question I want to ask you guys: We all know the most uh, if, uh, high-powered offense last year was the Kansas City Chiefs. I know you, Eddie, you've mentioned your opinion about this guy, Damian Williams. What do you guys think about him? I have him in my fifth tier. Well, he's falling down the uh, ADB now, which I like. I mean, at, at the end of the third round, fourth round, early fourth round, I'm not even touching him there. I know, but, but that's that's a part. I like gambling with my fourth pick, third pick sometimes. And his potential to be a top five running back if he stays healthy, which is a big if. I don't think he exceeded 50 carries in a single season yet. So it's a big if if he stays healthy. People are just baking on the last four or five games that he played, including the playoffs. It's, I understand he produced, but he, he could have. he's definitely just a product of the system. I don't think he's very talented. I I don't think he's gonna get the full workload. I don't. He's not gonna get the Kareem Hunt touches. Um, and because it's just weird how the backup running backs for the Chiefs always wind up having some type of role. He he also ran into injuries already in the training camp. He hurt his hamstring, hamstring right? Yeah. And hamstring is something that everyone's afraid of. You hate going into that week. Maybe he's questionable. He's questionable, and then in the day of doubtful. Listen, man. You know how I feel about hamstrings. Piece of meat <laughs> wrapped in round string. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing I want to ask you guys, uh, your sleeper running back pick, like someone you can get ninth, tenth round. Mine's easy. Who 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 would that be? Give us give our three <laughs> listeners <laughs> someone they can try to go for in that in the in later round. Like they have two running back league. They only have one running back right now. Who can they pick? Their can I give you? I'll give you two. I'll give you two. All right, give I them like, two. Uh, <laughs> I give, I give, no, he wanted to give you two. <laughs> I'm giving you two. Uh, Duke Johnson, he landed. I, I, he got an injury. He hurt his hammy too. But he's in an offense where that team should be extremely high, high scoring, high powered. He's very talented. He's just never given a chance. He has the skill set to be a three down guy, and I don't think Lamar Miller is that good. Um, if, if he gets 150 carries and 50, 60 targets, he could be an RB two. And you could get him in the tenth round. Another you know, guy. Oh, you want to go Jack first, then go back to Kentucky, okay. or no, you want to go? I just I could throw my two out. Well, I was high on this guy last year. Right. I also drafted him really high last year. I believe in his talent. I still do, and that's a running back from the Broncos. Royce Freeman is someone you could get. Uh, what is his for ADP? Free. You oh. could get him for free, man. You could pretty much get him like 10th, 11th round, whatever it is. For free. I think the ECR has him at, let me see really fast. Sorry about that. Before you chime in with that, Jack, this is uncanny. Royce Freeman and Duke Johnson are right next to each other in ESPN rankings. Wow. We didn't even see that. <laughs> 34 and 35. So, so his, ECR, back back. his ECR is 34. I mean, he, he's someone you could draft 10th, 11th round. People believe in Patrick Lindsay. I feel like this Phillip is going to be – Philip Lindsay. I feel like this is going to be a poor, poor man, uh, Kamara slash Ingram or last year. Not as good, but there they also have. They also brought in Mike Munchen as his all O line, O line coach now. And Freeman is excellent between the tackle runner. 
you say what you want. Last year he got hurt early, and then Lindsey took off. And I feel like both of them could split 50-50 on a team with Joe Flacco throwing the ball. He's not going to throw the ball that well. He's in, in a decline. They're going to lean on the running game more. So I, I want to tell you something about Joe Flacco. When he started, when they on the on those I, I know I understand it's a totally different team. It's not the he, he's not in the Ravens, but when he was on the Ravens and he started, they threw the ball five hundred ninety times on average. So they're always losing. I don't think they were always losing. I think that was just the game plan for that team. But I'm, I'm I it could be a total just the team thing. Or it could be a Joe Flacco mindset. I don't know. But you remember when I told you guys about before about the most stacked Nick Chubb? Yeah. Royce Freeman, was, I think, was number two on the most stacked, uh, most uh, eight man in the box last year. Because whenever he came in, they knew he was running. They have a, they have a new head coach now. They have a better O line. They have a new offensive coordinator. Everything is different. I feel like if you're tell, if I could tell you that Royce Freeman can get two hundred plus two hundred twenty plus carries, and tell you he 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 can break a thousand yards. I in think the tenth, it's 11, definitely possible. In the tenth and eleventh round, where he's going, he is a perfect running back to take for a bench. Who, if Lindsey goes down, I'm not banking on injuries. He could easily be a top fifteen running back. Yeah. All right. You want to give us your last guy real quick before we wrap it up? Uh, you like this guy? Well, you liked him last. Well, you didn't like him. Oh, I know what you're talking about. He's on and off. Uh, this guy who's perpetually injured, but. Yes. Always produced, even though yes. while he was he basically broke his ankle and he was still on the field producing. Uh, Matt Breida is the guy I'm speaking of. He's on a good offense. I understand there's so so many miles of feet. There's a lot of freaking guys. A lot of, a lot of just guys in their backfield. Jarek McKinnon might start the year off the pup. I don't think Tevin Coleman's very good. He's just a, a guy that Kyle Shanahan knows who's familiar with his system. I just think Matt Breida is the superior talent. And... If somebody goes down and he is the main back, you better watch. He's going to be – he has top eight potential in PPR formats. All right, guys. That should be – Oh, you don't have one? I don't get a, don't get a second yeah. one? You want a second one? You have a second one? Of Come course on. I have a second right, one. Right, right, right. I even have a, also no late, late running back. This guy doesn't have one. I don't have one. <laughs> That's fine. I'll cover for you. All right. Thanks, Jackson. This is a back, rookie running back from the Buffalo Bills. Devin Singletary. Sure, he's small. Sure, he's not going to be between the tackle, but you're expecting the Bills to be behind in games a lot. He is going to catch a lot of balls, especially in a PPR league. You get him almost up to nothing. He's pretty much, you probably get him in the last few rounds. He might give you at least five, seven catches a game because you expect the Bills to be behind. Sean McCoy is no good. And he Sean McCoy is old. And he, he, might, he might be traded, he might be old. Frank Gore is still there, sure. He, I feel like he could be like a Tariq Cohen. To the offense, just because they're playing from behind. ESPN has Singletary right behind Jalen Samuel and as a rank fifty-one. So he's basically you get him pretty much for free. He's a running back that could fill in for you, and maybe the Bills might want to cut the veterans and give him more time. Who knows? But I feel like he's going to be a viable in the pass catching. Right. We could at least do this last last segment. I want to do one more segment. Who is one running back that you want on all your rosters? Not not a top ten guy. But who is an RB2 that you want on all your rosters? The guy I want on all my rosters is Dalvin Cook. (laughs) 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 It's just something about that guy. I want him on my team. Understandably so. That that offense should be better. He's going to catch 70 balls. And he probably is going to, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My guy is a uh, a guy who's uh, a lot of people are very low on. Which I don't know why. The first fucking round pick. I, I had to curse. I'm sorry. First fucking round pick last year for the you know the E tag stands for Eddie Torres. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the only one who. Had, okay. So um, yeah, Sony Michelle. He is getting shat on by every single expert for uh, uh, an, a knee issue that he's always had. You, you know he, he has worse knees than Todd Gurley, right? Supposedly. Uh, but I just For me, he's on the Patriots. He's going to score. If he is healthy, he's going to score 15 touchdowns. Which he's is gonna a big F. People are afraid of that F. On top of, a top, on top of the injury... Him being a running back in the Bill Belichick system, it, is, it adds on even more of a, no, I don't want to touch that shit. But he is the guy. I think he is the guy. There's no way he's not. I was one of the biggest Sonny Michelle guys coming last year. I wanted him almost every all my leagues. But at this point, they have so many running backs. I know they now do. They have, they, 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 now they have Harris, who is a capable run. He's not as good. He's not good. He's not as good. But he's capable of running between the tackles. They had they had all those guys last year too. They had they Jeremy all went Hill. down. They had Rex Burkhead. We, they, I mean, I understand they went down, but so for Sony Michelle, I no. I'm, if I'm, he gets an opportunity to play, he will out. He, he's drafted in the fifth. Sixth his ECR round? is twenty second, number twenty two. I mean, the fifth round. Those running backs. I'm. I wouldn't mind taking other running backs around him, above him. Above him? Nah. He comes with with injury risk. He comes with being. Part of Bill Belichick's committee, but for me, I, I don't. Before I, last season, we, we, we you always run away from you, you would not touch Bill Belichick's running back if you don't have to, right? It, it, it adds a it, scare to everyone. When it comes to dynasty, I wanted to draft him, even though he was an older running back coming out of college. I, I just feel like no. I just feel like the reason I why I have him in dynasty. I, know I just feel like he's so low because of that. He's injury risk, he's injury prone. He has bad knees, and he's in Bill Belichick running backs. And you could see, but you, I understand. I guess, man. It's whatever. And Jack, you're running back that you want. Oh, try to try to try to get in every league. It's where's Fournette and ESPN? Fournette, they have Fournette. Uh, it's top ten. No, they don't. They have thirteen actually. Will that be too cheap? That's be too close. Well, I picked Dalvin Cook, and he's number he's ten. Ele- he's so. like eleven. <laughs> Dalvin Cook's ten, so. I feel like it's too easy. I'm gonna go with someone a little further down that I want in my leagues. Rashad Penny is a running back that I. Sure, he might not be the best running back at the moment, but uh, what's his, what's his name? Who just left? Con- Mike Davis just oh. left. He left 100 plus carries, and you can't expect someone with Chris Carson's a history injury history list to for all 130 to go to him. At least 100 of those, I think, can go over Sean Penny. Sean Penny and Car- Chris Carson both might break 200 carries. And again, he he also has the draft pedigree of a first round pick. And Chris Carson just has surgery in the offseason. And you, and he was in the beginning of last year. He was also inju- injured. Let's just say you know you draft Chris Car- uh, Rashad Penny in the seventh, eighth, ninth round round there, wherever you pick him. Chris Carson goes down. You have a potential RB one overall number one running. ESPN back. has Rashad Penny just after Duke Johnson and Royce Freeman. Yeah, I understand because Chris Carson is the lead back. As long as he's healthy, even if he's healthy, I think Rashad Penny is still a flexible player. Because he's still going to get 10, 15 carries, five catches a game. That, that You're right. So I feel like at the eighth, ninth round p- price tag that he's going on right now, he is a perfect, like a 
like a, a shoot for the fence guy. That you're looking to get in all your teams. I, I I'm 100 percent looking for what y'all penny all my league. I might even reach for most of them. My league. Incoming <laughs> six round pick by Jack. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, that's it for running backs. Uh, thanks for listening. Hope this helped you. Uh, we will be back on our next one with uh, wide receivers. YFTS out. <laughs>